Hey friends, thanks again for listening to the Naked Soul Podcast. I'm not for sure if you've had a chance to listen to episode number two, Surrendering to the Force of Love with Allison Fallon, and if you haven't, I highly encourage you to do so. But I wanted to publish this short clip from the episode because I think it is so important to recognize this in each one of our lives. In this clip, I love how she uses the language of surrendering to the force of love and what she means by that and what I take from that is that there is a bigger story being played out in the midst of our own stories of brokenness, heartbreak, and pain. Oftentimes, it is so easy, especially in the midst of heartbreak or transition or when life throws us a curveball, it is so easy to make life all about what's not happening or what's not going right or the pain that we're currently in. But when we recognize that the force of love is at play, we can rest knowing that despite things not working out the way we might have expected them to work out or despite the pain that is happening in your life in this moment, love is at work. But it is our job to begin to realize that in the midst of it all, there's an opportunity to surrender to love. And in the process, we can begin to heal from the inside out and become more like love. I hope that this short five minute clip blesses you as much as it has blessed me. As always, I love you all and I'm rooting for you. And if there's anything I can ever do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. writing really publicly. I had a book that published back in 2013 that sold 25,000-ish copies. So um, I had been public about my marriage and then the divorce felt very public. But but regardless of whether a breakup is public or not, it's this moment where you start to question all of the choices that you've made to get you to the point where the relationship ended, right? And we start to go like, uh, why couldn't I make this relationship work? That's a question that was in my head a lot. And the... At, for me, the lesson has been, it was never my job to make the relationship work in the first place. It's not our job. We think it's our job to make relationships work. And we ask ourselves this question when we get into relationships, can I make it work? Is this going to work? And the, the thing I feel like I have come to learn through this, the process of writing my story is that um, relationships have always been working from the very beginning, that they're always doing the work that they were meant to do in us, which is teaching us how to be more like love. And that really has to do with, can I surrender in the face of great pain and injury to my ego? Can I still surrender to the force of love that's all around me? That's what relationships have always been here to teach us. And especially romantic relationships do a fantastic job of teaching us this. And most of the time we miss it. When you say surrendering to the force of love, can you elaborate on that? (laughs) Yeah. Well, people always ask what I mean by this because it's a little elusive and confusing. Right. And it's complicated because I grew up in, to me, this is, this is how I would contextualize my faith. So it's surrendering to an idea that there's some sort of force in the world, in the universe. You can call it many different things. And I grew up in an evangelical mm-hmm. cult that we would have called it God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit or whatever. And I think that those are perfectly appropriate titles for it. Um, There are a lot of other titles for it that different people would use coming from different faith backgrounds. I think all of them work. Um, But it's this idea that there's a force that's greater than me. There's something going on in the world around me that's bigger than me that I don't have control over that matters more than my little microcosmic life. And if I can trust that it is benevolent and for my good and that it's leading me to somewhere really good, then um, my experience of the world and of my relationships and of everything in my life becomes 
more peaceful and um, I move through the world with an openness that uh, allows for blessings to come into my life. And the counterintuitive nature of this is that sometimes in order to get to that openness, there has to be a shattering because we're so good at putting a barrier between us and the things we're afraid that might hurt us. So there has to be a shattering of that barrier. And a broken heart is a really great opportunity to shatter that barrier. And what I think happens most of the time is we, we go through a breakup, right? We feel like our egos have been really injured or wounded. Like we've been rejected. We've been abandoned. We've been left behind. Some, they chose somebody else over us. And so in the woundedness, we go, we, we like blame, criticize, judge, whatever, like what a terrible person they are. And then we move on to the next relationship. And then we talk about how much better this relationship was than the last relationship. And then until that relationship ends the way that the last one did, and then we go, oh, see, you're just as bad as the other guy or girl who I was with. You're just like them. And all, all the while missing the pattern in our own life, that this block that we keep walking around is trying to show us something. And so for me, the divorce was a moment where I saw the broken heart really differently than I had ever seen it before. So, um, like, okay, let me, I'll give a really specific example. Um, I was on a plane a couple of weeks ago and I had been, I'm, I'm three years out of the divorce now and I'm in a serious relationship. And I had been having moments where I would get, I could tell that I was getting triggered. By that I mean, there'd be an experience in this relationship where I know in my head that what has, ha what has occurred here is very small. But the feeling that I would have in my body would feel like that I'm actually having an experience almost as if I'm back in the marriage or back in the rejection of the divorce or whatever. So it's like I can tell that this is a trigger point for me, but I don't know how. I was feeling like I didn't quite know how to escape the feel, that feeling of being triggered. It's like I'm, I'm so far out. I've done so much healing. I've done so much work. How am I still caught in the same trap? So I'm in an airplane and I'm, I just have learned this process, which I typically do in writing, of asking the question so that I can get the answer. So the question for me was, how, how do I get out? What's the way out? And the response that came back to me almost immediately was, it wasn't your fault. And I was like, what do you mean it wasn't my fault? I know it wasn't my fault. And it was like the voice said, nothing you could have done or not done would have changed the outcome. And there was such a release for me in that. And I think that's what I'm trying to get at with that tweet is like, nothing you could have done or didn't do would have changed the outcome. You have so much less control over the outcomes than you think you do. The point was never the outcome. The point was never to make the relationship last forever. The point was always who are you becoming in the process? So who you've become in the, pro that's been accomplished, who you've become in the process and it's being accomplished, you know, it's never been in question. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Naked Soul podcast. I hope you all were blessed as much as I was. And if you were, I would be thrilled if you would take the time to rate this podcast and even leave a review. It would mean so much to me. Also, if you would like to learn more about the Naked Soul process or learn more about who I am and what I can help you with, please visit www.calebcampbell.me or you can follow me on Instagram at Caleb underscore Campbell.